Hey, man. All I know is that I saw you in, whenever they uh, uh, released the uh, Fiesta jerseys. You said uh, big body and a whole lot of N1s, man. You're looking like you're benching like 300 now, man. What's up with that, man? Uh, <laughs> What's up with that, man? Uh, no, not 300 yet. I got a little bit bigger, but um, maybe one day 300, but hey, I, not hey, there just- yet. On social media, I'm just gonna hype you like you bench 300. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna swear you do. I'm just gonna, <laughs> we just go, we just go roll with it, all right? All right, bet. Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's your man Damien, one half of the tag team champions, aka the Notorious Sports Podcast. Yeah. And y'all are listening to the Keldon Johnson interview. Uh, I hope y'all enjoy it. This is going to be a feature interview. So we're talking all things Keldon Johnson here. And I hope y'all enjoy it. As you can tell, the nerves are a little there at first. But we definitely open up as the show continues and goes along. So thank you guys very much for tuning in and listening. And without further ado, baby, when that Dior drops, you already know the Detroit Sports Podcast is coming right at you. Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's your man, Damien, and we are back with a special edition of the Notorious Sports Podcast, episode 25, and we got the man himself, Mr. Big Body, Mr. I Bench 300 Pounds, Mr. A Lot of And Ones this season. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a rising star, Keldon Johnson. Keldon, how you doing today, brother? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How you guys doing? We are doing great, We're man. Doing great, bro. Great. <laughs> this is awesome. Appreciate the man, the myth, the legend. The greatest player of all time, <laughs> greatest Spurs player of all time, <laughs> coming on the show. Um, so first, we're going to start off with just some little warm-up questions, get, get the vibes going. So obviously, you play in the great state of Texas, and there's something else that great, that's great that comes out of Texas, food. So yeah. what are your favorite spots in San Antonio or Austin, and how do you feel about Whataburger? All right, so Whataburger's cool. I think uh, I like the honey butter chicken biscuit from Whataburger. I think that's fire. Elite. I think, like, Elite. like that's, like, I, I don't think I've had anything that's, like, better than that. Like, when you when you want something late night or, like, in the morning, like, that's, like, the best. I, like, I, I can't say anything about it. Like, that's – the honey butter chicken biscuit is hands down. Uh, as far as my favorite spots to eat, uh – it, it's this, it's this spot, it's near, uh, it's near one of the colleges, it's called like El Remedio. Okay. Yeah, that is fire, taco, taco spot, it's fire, it's fire. Then uh, I got this other spot called uh, Smackin' Chicken Shack. Oh, that's elite. No, that place is very, <laughs> yeah. very, very, yeah. very <laughs> Yes, yes. Yes, hey, like, like those, those two are like, when I want a cheat day, those are my go-to easily. Like it's not even close. Like those are my two cheat days right there. The honey butter chicken biscuit is elite, but there's something called the Buffalo Ranch Chicken Strip Sandwich. It's very limited. It only comes like seasonal. Very fire. Very very uh, fire. What season does it come around in? It it's honestly like in the summer. Spring, late spring, early summer. Yeah. 
All right, bet. So, so next time it next time it drops, you know, we got we gotta go grab a couple. Oh, oh, definitely. yeah, That's yeah, for sure. On on Dame. <laughs> but hey, bro, I, I, this next question I can't wait to hear. Yeah, answer, bro. this is a question I'm always interested to hear. Um, uh, what is your go-to shooter hoop in, and what's your favorite shooter hoop in? If if they're different, um, my go-to is probably like the Kobe Four. Like I love Kobe Four; it's so comfortable. Um, my go-to is is probably the Kobe Four or or the the Kyrie's. Like I like the SpongeBob Pack Kyrie's. I like the low top, the white ones. Like I, I wore those like the whole. I switched between those and the Kobe Four is like the whole bubble. But those are like my two go-to for sure. Now, whenever we promoted this episode uh, in the picture that we used, you had on the DeRozan Kobe Fives. I'm yeah. not trying to. I'm not trying to make you reveal your plug. But did he get you? Did he get you right with those? Did he send those to you? Or, I mean, if you, I, if you don't want to speak, if you don't want to speak, you and God. Hey, I, I can't. I can't. I can't speak on that. Just like, <laughs> I, I got a pair. They're tough. I, I mean, oh, they are very Demar, tough. Demar's elite for that. Like he's, he's up there for that one. I know. I, I reach out to him, man. He don't show me no kind of love. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get him. I can't get him. Nike does not get him. I, I, I don't. Whatever, man. Oh man. It's whatever. But all right, brother. Let's uh let's talk hoops, man. Let's talk basketball, man. All right, bet, bet. There's you know your your rookie season, um, the limited play time we saw you uh in the regular season, everyone pointed out how how hard you played, you know, the amount of the effort you put on both ends of the floor. Uh so my first question for you is um how do you feel about your rookie season and uh, what are some things that you've worked on this off season? Um I mean I felt like my rookie season you know, it started off slow. I think that um, I mean, I was in Austin learning and developing, uh, becoming a better, better pro on and off the court. And I think that without without that step, I wouldn't be the player I am right now. And I think that ultimately, I think I had a good good rookie season. And I think that um, I mean, on the off season, I think just to develop my game. I feel like shoot, keep shooting the ball, keep getting up a lot of reps, and just working on my handle and, and everything all around is, is the main part. But I think definitely, definitely just, just getting in a lot of reps and, and just staying in the gym for the most part. I mean, you saw that on display your, your rookie year. Like I can't, we're going to talk about like the bubble a little later, but man, I mean, your, your, your success. I mean, you can go check my Twitter timeline, man. I was jumper for joy. I was like, man, this, this dude really has it, bro. Like it's just, it's, he's, he's just a baller, bro. You can't, you can't say it anything different. I appreciate um, that, man. I appreciate 100%, that. Bro. Uh, my second question, you know, now with the draft over, uh, Jakob's coming back, you know, everything like that. Uh, we got Devin Vassell and Trey Jones coming in. How do you feel about the Spurs team going into this season? Um, I, I'm very confident. I think that, um, I mean, we're all hungry and we're all in the gym. I think everybody's grinding, you know, everybody's standing in the gym working on that game. So I think that, um, I mean, long, long as long as we're grinding and, and we stay together, I think the rest of it take care of itself. I can't sit here and put a put it on, like, say, like, oh, we're going to win this amount of games or we're going to do this or do that. I mean, we still got to go out there and play. But um, I think everybody everybody uh, is like-minded and, and we're working hard. 1,000. Go ahead, man. All right, man. Uh, so our next question, um, when you think about the Spurs, I mean, it, veterans, wisdom, all that comes to mind. Um, so what kind of impact have guys like DeMar, LaMarcus, Patty, Rudy and all like the vet players on that team had on your career so far? I think a big impact. I think uh, 
a lot a lot has to do with, with off the court just as much as on the court because I feel like that these guys they really want to see us be successful. Like it's no fake love. I feel like that uh, Demar, LA, Rudy, Patty, Marco, even even the guys that are just right above us, like Dejounte, Derek, and, and all those guys. I, I feel like it's all it's all love. Like they 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 want to see us be successful and. That that even carries to off the court as well because I mean they're just like big brothers to us, and uh, I mean they're telling us what, what what is good and what is not good and what what do they think on a situation they're honest so that uh, they give us give us the opportunity to grow from situations and learn. So with that, um, what do you personally credit your success most to um, as far as in Austin and in San Antonio, like the success you had and the time you played? What do you credit that to? Um, I would say, I would say necessarily like credited, like all to one person, but I think it's, it, it's a team effort. Cause, uh, I mean, I have to put in my time and I have to buy in and, uh, just trusting the process with the Spurs. I think that they, they put out a plan for me and I trusted them and, and gave it all I had and stayed open-minded. And, um, I mean, we're, we're, go- we're heading in a good direction, but I think just to put the credit all on one person, uh, it is not right. I think that uh, it took a team, a team effort for, for me to be successful. Um, we have a couple questions later down where we'll kind of talk to you a little bit more about um, your time in Austin, but yeah. overall, like, did you like, um, cause I mean, you played at HEB center, which is in Cedar park. How was that for you? Did you like enjoy kind of staying out there um, and stuff like that? Was it, was it a, was it a cool city for you for your rookie year? Uh, yeah, I would say it, it was cool. And, and the main thing was that, I mean, our coaches, our coaches held us to the same standards. Like it wasn't like we went down to Austin, we just got to do whatever we wanted to do. I feel like the coach, the coach, Coach Blake Ahearns, all the coaching staff down there were, were on us 24/7. Uh, they demanded us to 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 do the, make the right play and, and be and be good players. You know, it wasn't like they, they slacked off us. And and my time down there, I was I said was amazing. I think I had great teammates. My teammates were were great, and they, and they made it easy easy for me to to transition back and forth because it was a lot of times where I had to come from San Antonio and I had to fly in and play with my teammates the same day. And they made, they made the transition so easy. They're very welcoming and they love to see us be successful. Yeah. I think whenever you played against um, OKC, I think, didn't you get flown out like to that game whenever you played against OKC or no, were you already with the team? I I don't remember. I can't, I can't exactly remember, but, um, I mean, it was a it was a high possibility because uh, I traveled a lot my rookie season. And you know, like I mentioned earlier, we had some questions about the bubble and kind of your time in the bubble. Um, here's the first one: so you were asked to do quite a bit in the bubble. Um, you did you did a lot of things on both ends of the floor. Um, you had stretches where you defended opposing teams' best players. Offensively, you shot a lot of catch and shoot threes, uh, as well as kind of drive to the basket, drive hard to the basket, um, create for yourself as well as others. Um, just overall. Are we just scratching the surface when it comes to your potential going forward? And how good do you think you can be? Um, I wouldn't really say, like, scratching the surface or how good I could be. I can't really put a label on that. I just get in the gym every day and work hard. You know, like, it's, it's not really like a, like a, oh, I feel I could be good as this player. It's just like being the best Kelvin Johnson I could be each and every day. You know, and every day I go in the gym, every day I go look at film, I, I go to try to be, a better person than I was the day before. And I think that as long, long as I'm doing that and just keep improving, I think that um, 
I mean, I, I feel like I could be good, but I think just being the best Kelvin I could be and it, is the best me. Yeah, you talked about how you how you go every day. You know, you work hard. Is it kind of hard to balance the work, you know, in the gym to what you're doing off the court? Because man, you're busy off the court as well. Um, is it kind of, has it been hard or tough for you to balance it, or you know, you just been you just been uh, staying the course and trusting the process through on both ends? Uh, I would say just stay the course and, and trusting the process. I think um, I have a great marketing team here at FSM. I think that they always put me in the best situations to to be successful, and they and they work on my schedule uh, with the Spurs when I'm on the court and off the court. So I think that um, both sides work together and, and they make it make it possible for me to make it work. Yeah, you do have the best marketing team. I, I agree 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I agree 100%. I'll just go to my last question about the bubble. How was your overall bubble experience? You can, you know, mention things on the court, off the court. Uh, how was your, you know, your time in the bubble? Um, I like my time in the bubble. I think that, uh, of course, my experience is a lot different from older players because the older players have, have families and, and children and wives and things like that. But I think that for, for me, it, it was fun. I think I got to bond with my teammates. Uh, we got to spend a lot of time together and uh, really build some chemistry. But uh, I think I had a good time. I think we, we did some fun things down there. We we had some cornhole tournaments. We went, we got to go fishing. We got to ride in the boats and things like that. So I think I had a pretty good time. Who's, who's the best fisherman on the team? Me, hands down, not even close. <laughs> Are you, hey. are you are you for real? Hey. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I, yeah. I, I mean, he caught a shark. We went fishing. We went he did fishing. Catch, he did catch I caught a shark. shark. He did. Yes, yeah, sir. He did. A shark. Yeah, yeah hammerhead. You caught. But 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 what I'm saying is like, how long you been fishing for? I, I came out. I came out the womb fishing, bro. Oh, oh god! Oh god! Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, then you might got me beat if you came out the womb fishing. <laughs> but hey, I mean, I, I love fishing. I love hunting. I love. I just love being in nature. To be honest. Yeah, man, on, on the jump shots, you got us beat, man. But on, on the fishing, I don't know, man. We might give you a run. <laughs> we might. We might. Hey, man, put me at the Texas State rec. I, I think I could give him a run for it. <laughs> nah, you tripping. <laughs> He's tripping. He's capping. He's capping. He's capping. He's capping. <laughs> so our next question, man, is really just about the city of San Antonio. Obviously, one of the better fan bases, I feel like, in the league. So how do you feel about San Antonio, about the city, the fans? Um, are you aware how much of a fan favor you become? Like, do you pay attention to all that hype? And really, how long did it take you to get acclimated to the city? Um, so I wouldn't say it took me long to get acclimated to the city because I feel like San Antonio is such like a like a family-oriented city. Like, they, they accepted me with open arms from the beginning, you know, and they supported me, you know. So, I, I mean, I felt like right away, like, you, you was accepted and, and this fan supports you, you know? And uh, I think that, um, I mean, our fan base is, to me, I feel like our fan base is the best, you know? Like, I feel like no matter no matter what it is, they're out there supporting in my eyes. Yeah, I mean, being from Austin, I went to a lot of San Antonio games growing up, so I can definitely, and I, that was during, like, Timmy, Manu, and Tony, they were on, so, like, those, the fans – one are definitely some of the best even like i i never really remember like wearing spurs stuff to the games i remember just kind of showing up and like regardless it was just love so yeah definitely a sure. great fan base and this is our question about austin for you um considering you played a majority of your year in austin how in tune slash connected were you um with what was going on in san antonio meaning like were you in consistent communication with like pop and coaching staff in san antonio and stuff like that or was it more like the the coaches connecting and then the coaches relaying it to you? I mean, it's all honestly like 
whether you're in Austin, San Antonio, it's like all one big like family. Like everybody, everybody's connected. Like I feel like it's still like, like you know that, like you got family in Austin, you got family in San Antonio, but like it's one big family. Like everybody's communicating. I feel like, like you, you, you might hear from, well, you're gonna hear from the coaches, like pretty much like every game. You know, they they call and check in on you. They make sure you're all right. But then at the same time, you got your coaches down in Austin that's making sure you're all right and. And they're doing a great job, you know. So I felt like it's just all one big family, and I, I feel like they really, really made you feel that way. Your time in Austin, and overall, I think a lot of times the fans they want to see you play like right now. As soon as you're drafted, they want you starting, you know, day one. Uh, and I feel like the G League is really, really beneficial for. Uh, not saying that you know you needed it, but a lot of players do need that. I'm just gonna ask straight up: How do you feel about your your development while you were in Austin? How did that uh, time in the G League uh, be- benefit you? Um, I mean, I think I benefited from it greatly. You know, I feel like that. Um, I mean, it's it's a part of it was a part of my journey. You know, like everybody's path is different, and you know, you realize that. So, I mean, I think my time down in the G League was awesome. I feel like I learned so many things. Like, you know, I learned how to be a pro on on and off the court. You know, I feel like they really developed my game. You know, and and I mean, I feel like, like I said earlier in the podcast, like I felt like that without Austin, like I wouldn't be the player I am right now because they definitely helped my development so much. Uh, but I do want to ask just a little quick uh, question. Your time with Luka Samanich, do you feel like he's kind of, I know a lot of people kind of overlook him a little bit when they talk about the Spurs young core. Um, is he someone that you think like, hey, he can make some noise um, at the next level? Because I know he spent a lot of his time in the G League as well. Yeah, I think that, um, I mean, anybody, like, could, could make noise as long as they put in the work. And I feel like he, he's working hard, you know, and he, he busts his butt every day to, to get better. And I think that um, whenever his time is re- whenever he's ready and his, his time is called, I think he'll be ready, you know. And I, I feel like he puts the work in and, and he works hard. So I think that um, – I mean, whenever, because like I said, everybody's path is different. So whenever, whenever his time comes, I think I think Luca definitely be more than ready. And we only got three questions left, man. Your number. We got three questions left for you. Yes, Thank sir. you very very much. I hope you know you've enjoyed your time. Yeah. Uh, it's been a blast, man. Um, my question for you is uh, one last one about Austin. Is do you feel like your transition from playing to Austin to San Antonio was relatively easy? Not necessarily like the competition but your overall feel for the game and understanding of the Spurs system? Um, I wouldn't say, like, it, was, it wasn't easy or hard because, like, of course, like, the NBA is, like, a different, like, game in general to, like, the G League, you know? But, I like, I, like I said earlier, like, they hold you to the same standards, you know, whether you're in Austin or you're in San Antonio. And, you know, like, it's no, like, all right, well, Kelvin gets a break today. You know, like, it's... They're constantly on you, and it's the same thing when you get to San Antonio. They they have high expectations, and they expect you to to reach the expectation whether you was in Austin or San Antonio. So I felt like that, as far as like expectation wise and standard wise, I feel like they they held me to a big standard at both places, and you know it, it's no it's no difference. I feel like I mean, of course, like you got different coaches, but as far as like the way they expect you to play and perform, I feel like that. It's both like Austin and San Antonio. Did you have like a welcome to the NBA moment, or like th- throughout your time, whether it was in the G League or the or the like bubble or anything like that? Did you have a welcome to the NBA moment, or not really? 
Um, not that I can recall, like when I was just like, like, dang, like that was welcome to the NBA moment. Like maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe like if, if we look at some film or something like that, we could point it out, but not, not, not any that comes to my mind right now. So basically, he's the greatest player of all time. <laughs> he's like, I've been hey, ready for this. Hey, Kyrie, Kyrie is, I don't know if you've heard Kyrie's story about it. Kyrie was like, Jose Calderon gave me like 29 and, and 11. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, everyone has, you know, crazy stories. I mean, other than like, of course, like, I mean, we got we got our moments where like we play like like five on five in practice. You know, I, I, I like to guard DeMar and, you know, he's. Oh. He's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, I mean, he's, he's like that. So Yo, like, do you have little bets on, on the pump fake? I know in Toronto, they had hundred dollars. If you ever fell for it in practice, it was a hundred dollars. You had to give them. Nah, we didn't make any bets. Cause it's kind of like, I mean, he, he's so, he's so crafty, you know, it's, it's crazy. Does he talk mess in practice? Like he does in games. Cause like I've heard stories of, I don't remember who it was, but someone said DeMar was driving on him. And he told him, I'm going to hit you with my hips, spin back on the left side, and make it. Like, does he do that in practice, y'all, too? No, nah, he's not. He never did that to me in practice. But, I mean, if he told if he told him that, he probably gave him a bucket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, like, no, he, yeah. To, to, to me, he's not really, like, the, the trash talker. But, yeah, I mean, he might have said that. I don't, I don't know how true it is. We got a couple more for you, man. Me and Ann are going to split them. Yeah, he'll go first. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, we've noticed – off the court, your activity. So you've partnered with quite a few San Antonio local businesses. Why is your off-court presence so important to you? Uh, because at the end of the day, like, it's more than just, like, basketball. You know, like, it's – I mean, yes, I, I play basketball, but, like, for me, like, giving back to the community with other businesses is a big part of, like, me. Because I feel like that – like, I came from a small community and – um I mean, it, it was all like family in my community. So being able to be in San Antonio and being able to give back and, and help the community out with, with other small businesses is, is definitely definitely a big priority for me. Alrighty, man. It's the last one, man. Thank you for your time. We hope you've enjoyed it, man. We've, we've definitely enjoyed it. This is our welcome to the business moment. You didn't have a welcome to the NBA moment, but this is our welcome to the business moment, man. Thank you very much for your time. And my no last problem. question for you, man, is how impactful has Coach Bob uh, been in your career and what is your favorite thing about him? Um, so from, from my career, I feel like Coach Pop has, has been a, definitely a big influence. And uh, I say that for on and off the court reasons, I feel like that um, it's, never, it's never about Coach Pop. It's always about the players. Like whatever he does, he always makes it about the players. And um, – I mean, that's that's his big thing. Like he's he's made me grow so much as a person on the court, whether it's developing my game, critiquing my game and telling what I'm doing right and wrong to off the court where we have regular conversations, just like any other humans will have a conversation. And I mean, he's it's all about the player like, oh, he helps me. He helped me. I know for a fact grow so much. Thank you very much, brother. This this was this was fun, man. This was yeah, very sure. fun. Um, thank you for coming on. And you got what, what do you got to say to to the goat, man? Uh, what do you got to say to the goat? Listen, man. All, all I gotta say is if you and I make it down to the Spurs game this this season, and Cullen Cullen Johnson goes for forty, 
<laughs> we're gonna merch what? it. We're gonna merch it that it was because. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. Whataburger on you. Uh, <laughs> after uh, the game. Hey, you, hey, you gotta buy Kelden Whataburger. After hey, the game. I, hey, I got Kelden. I got Kelden always. Not but, me? but hey, man, <laughs> Kelden Johnson. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, this is the Notorious Sports Podcast. If there's anything you'd like to plug right now, feel free. Go ahead. Um. I appreciate you guys, man. Thank, thanks for the opportunity for having me on here. And um, I just appreciate it. You know, go Spurs, go. Always, baby. Yes, sir. Do you want to close out the show, Dan? Already, y'all. So thank y'all very, very much for tuning in. Uh, once again, thank you to Keldon and his team over there at SFM. They are the best, the most professional group I've ever encountered. And uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. So go ahead and follow us on Twitter. Follow me at D.A. Bartonic. That's at D-A-B-A-R-T-O-N-E-K. Follow Keldon Johnson on Instagram, at Keldon Johnson. And then, Anthony Hoett, go ahead and close the show. All right, y'all. Once again, like Dame said, thank you to Keldon. Thank you to his team. Um, big things to come for Keldon this season. Big things for us to come after this. Just follow me on Twitter, at Anthony F. Joseph, zero, which I might have to change that zero to a three now because tell of him, Keldon Johnson. Tell him why you have zero at, on, on your handle. Okay, listen. Russell Westbrook is my favorite player, but now I got to change it to three because Kelvin was the first player we had on the podcast. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Appreciate you. Thank you. Later, y'all. All right. Thank you. Y'all have a great day.